The latest COVID-19 test results, 135 COVID-19 tests carried out since Wednesday's report, all are negative for SARS-CoV-2. Government has announced plans for a live COVID-19 briefing tomorrow at 2 o'clock and has extended the current set of COVID-19 regulations until tomorrow. Radio K-Man will carry the press briefing live. Today, government began its pilot quarantine at residence program, which allows some people to self-isolate in their homes when they return to the country, but under a strict set of conditions. An estimated 800 people are expected to arrive in Cayman this month. Most are returning residents, but some will be property owners who normally live overseas. There are also people in a few other approved categories. Permission to return to the Cayman Islands through travel time is still required. Police are investigating an assault reported at the Cayman Islands Further Education Center just after 11.30 a.m. yesterday morning. Authorities say two juvenile male students at the location were involved in a physical altercation, which resulted in one of the young men receiving facial injuries. He was taken to the hospital where he was treated and later released. Anyone with video or pictures of the incident may submit them anonymously or otherwise through the police website or mobile app. Members of the public, though, are asked to refrain from publicly sharing the images. The matter is currently under police investigation, and if you have information, you're asked to contact the Georgetown Police Station. Their number is 949-4222. The Cayman Islands Fire Service Senior Management Team welcomes the two-year contract extension of Chief Fire Officer Paul Walker. Deputy Chief Fire Officer for Domestic Roy Charlton says the last 12 months with Chief Walker on board has been great. It's been extremely busy since he's arrived, to be honest with you. Um, You know, we went from you know, we had a recruitment class, from a recruitment class to an earthquake, from an earthquake to two landfills, to COVID, to hurricane season. But it's been great. It's been positive, and he's welcomed all our feedbacks, you know, not only from the senior management team level, but also from, you know, listening to the guys on the ground. So I think that's, that's, that's brought a, a bit of fresh air as, as far as where we want to achieve and where we want to go, um, take the department to, you know, um, it's been great. Audio there, courtesy of CIG-TV. As we reported last night, this is all part of a two-year succession plan concurrent with the contract. Chief Walker will commence a Caymanian candidate to act as chief fire officer designate from September 2021, and then he'll spend a year working intensively with the successful candidate to prepare him or her to take up the role of chief fire officer from September 1, 2020. COVID-19 has not deterred Jasmine from hosting its biannual Caribbean Palliative Care Conference. We have speakers from different parts of the world, the U.S., also Jamaica, and some local people as well. And this year we decided to do it virtual. I was just like, with all the COVID stuff, if for some reason we went up in lockdown again, I don't want to have planned a live event and then turn around and be like, oh, sorry, we can't have it. So I said, let's just do it virtual. It's so much easier and it has opened up the door amazing ways so far. Jasmine's Felicia McLean tells Radio Cayman the event is more cost-effective as a virtual conference, and it also allows people to join them from anywhere in the world. People are beginning tuning in and hearing a little bit about what we do here in Cayman in regards to hospice and palliative care, but also educating themselves on this much-needed topic that people still fear a lot and don't quite understand, and that's why we're committed to doing it. It's like education is key, and so we are committed at Jasmine to offering this education every other year, and we didn't want to let it slip. This year's conference is October 8th from 4.30 p.m. to 7.30 p.m. You can register online at jasmine.ky. The National Gallery of the Cayman Islands has your lunch plans sorted. Radio Cayman's Felicia Rankin-Solens has more on that. Art exploration is on the menu at the National Gallery of the Cayman Islands with their lunchtime learning. 
lunchtime learning is a really great opportunity to, for people to come in sort of during their lunch hour, during their workday, um, and just get a kind of break with art, I suppose. Um, so right now we are running the series around our interior and interiority exhibition. Maya Matu, Senior Education Coordinator at the National Gallery, says this series gives them the ability to be more accessible to larger groups of people. Um, it's a really great opportunity for people to kind of have an um, intimate conversation with the curator so you can really get um, a much deeper feel for um, the creation of the show and then um, much more background um, behind uh, specific artworks in the show. So if you're someone who's really interested in art or even if you're just kind of learning about um, the art world or specifically interested in that particular show, it's a, just a great opportunity to kind of learn a lot more in depth from, from the real experts. The guided tours are held twice a month. The next ones are the 14th and the 28th of October, and they tend to kind of be grouped around themes. So the next theme will be symbolism in the works of interior and interiority. In November, we're looking at the National Collection artworks that are in that show because the show is made up of pieces from our National Collection, but then also um, pieces that we have on loan or pieces that have been specifically made for it. No reservation is necessary to join. You can just drop in. The tours happen at 12.30 p.m. and are typically 30 to 45 minutes long. For Radio Cayman News, I'm Felicia Rankin-Sollins. For more information, you can email education at nationalgallery.org.ky. The Department of Environment has plans to build a new office in Cayman Brac with an aim of increasing its presence there. So we're hoping that by building a facility that will allow this to happen, we can really increase what we can do to protect the environment here. That's DOE's Scott Slaybaugh, who tells CIGTV they are also recruiting for a full-time conservation officer. And in the past, we've, we've been more oriented toward law enforcement. And while this staff person will have enforcement powers, we'd really like to expand that into more of a proactive conservation role. So working with indigenous species and trying to get rid of invasive species, educating the public on the need to preserve the environment is going to be a big part of this job, and not just to act as a policeman and catching people doing bad things. You can find out more by visiting the Department of Environment online at doe.ky. Foodies, get those taste buds ready. Cayman's Restaurant Month is here. Restaurant Month is now in its eighth year, and it was initially created with the goal to increase the traffic into restaurant businesses during the quieter month of October. But this year, it means so much more. Right now, Restaurant Month is there to encourage people to visit restaurants they might not have visited before to help support the restaurant industry during the COVID-19 pandemic. Organized by the Cayman Islands Tourism Association, Executive Director Jay Earhart tells Radio Cayman that residents have a chance to enjoy dining at some of the island's best local restaurants at value for money by offering low fixed price menus throughout the month. There are over 26 different restaurants that have signed up for this year's Restaurant Month. And if you go to the CaymanGoodTaste.com website, you'll be able to find all of the menus for all 26 restaurants. Prices start at lunch for $15 for a two- or three-course meal, and dinners start at $25 for the same amount of courses. Restaurant Month runs through October 31st. It is officially the start of Older Persons Month. From its strong seafaring roots, the Cayman Islands has grown into a high-end tourist destination and major financial center in just 50 years. Its standing, both regionally and internationally, is in large part due to the sacrifices, hard work and foresight of our older persons. 
That's His Excellency the Governor Martin Roper there in a special video message kicking off the monthly calendar of activities. Premier the Honorable Alden McLaughlin also spoke. He said it's important to recognize the impact of those who built this country. And in January, we will honor our seamen at our annual Heroes Day celebration. And as we honor the men who forged our nation by going to sea, we also honor the women who stayed behind to help build the Cayman Islands we all now enjoy. Our elderly have always been important to the governments I've had the honor to lead. You can see the full message on the Cayman Islands Government Facebook page, and we've shared it on the Radio Cayman Facebook page as well. Also, we'd like to mention CIGTV will be doing a weekly series called Life Stories each Thursday at 6.30 p.m. throughout the month of October in honor of Older Persons Month. That is your latest local news from Radio Cayman's newsroom. I'm April Cummings.